You are listening to a special edition of the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast. Our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed, is preaching a series of messages entitled Feast Days of the Nation of Israel. It is our prayer that these live recordings will be a blessing and an encouragement to you, our radio listeners. And so that is the Feast of Unleavened Bread, that the body of Christ was broken, yet this dovetails into the Feast of first fruits. When this broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ, it was racked with pain. He suffered more than anybody. His body was torn apart. The crown of thorns, two and a half. I have a replica of the crown of thorns in my office, and it's two and a half inches long, and they um, rammed that into his skull. His side was pierced. Water and blood came out of his side. Medical doctors tell us that when water and blood comes out of the side, it means that the heart has ruptured. The heart of our Savior literally broke. Can you believe that? Literally broke for you and I. Uh, not to mention that he was already shedding blood there in the garden and uh, drop, sweat like drops of blood. And uh, it's a good thing he didn't die there because if he had died there, we'd all be going to hell. Amen? And I praise God. I didn't get to talk about all that, about the second cup. Uh, but man, I just ought to throw that in quickly. But that second cup is the second cup of blessing. You know why it's a cup of blessing? Because the Jews were delivered. Amen. Aren't you thankful? Had the Lord Jesus Christ taken that second cup, then he would have died there in the garden. I'm thankful he didn't take that second cup, aren't you? I'm thankful that the Lord Jesus Christ didn't didn't, uh, uh, bleed out there. (laughs) Amen. I'm, I'm thankful he held on. Amen. It was already foreordained that he would come. I mean, the the Son of God was already planning on the whole thing in eternity past. But the human side of him, the human side of him did not want to go through the pain and the suffering. And that's why it talks about he was obedient. He was obedient to death. You understand? The death of the cross. He obeyed. I'm talking about the suffering uh, and the heart affliction that he went through. 100% God. 100% 100% man, 100% of the time. Sinless, never could sin, didn't know how to sin, didn't want to sin, didn't have the compulsion to sin, didn't have a sin nature, was tempted 40 days and 40 nights by the devil. He was tempted by the devil, but he himself was not tempted within like you and I would have been tempted within. Yet, the Bible says after the devil left him, guess who came to minister to him? angels. Why did they come to minister to him? Because he had a human body. That's why. Are you hearing me now? He wept. He felt pain. He felt hunger. Come on now. Yet without sin. All right. So now we get into the first fruits. And the first fruits, dearly beloved, speak very clearly about the resurrection. So the first day, we have the Passover. Second day, we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And the third day, we have the beginning of the first fruits. All right, now, here's the thing. The first fruits, ladies and gentlemen, speak of resurrection. Resurrection. You are listening to a series of messages preached by Dr. Freed entitled Feast Days of Israel. If you would like to have a copy of this series in its entirety, 
you may call us at 844-644-4426. Now, if you're calling to receive this free MP3 CD, or if you have questions about who Israel's true Messiah is, that number, once again, is 844-644-4426. Or you can go to our website, www.hopeofisrael.com. There, you can find archives of each broadcast and an in-depth list of over 150 prophecies that the Lord Jesus fulfilled in the Holy Scriptures. That web address is www.hopeofisrael.net. And now, here is the remainder of today's broadcast. Now, we all need to turn to this because I think it's really good for us to read this, but we need to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You're all familiar with that, at least you should be, but we call that the resurrection uh, chapter. Uh, the whole, most of the chapter is devoted to the resurrection. It's devoted to the importance of the resurrection. Because, beloved, the Passover would not mean anything. The Feast of Unleavened Bread would not mean anything if Jesus didn't resurrect, right? But it is kind of coincidental that there is a mountain there and it looks like a skull with two eye sockets and a nose socket. Give me an amen. And there's a garden there and there's a tomb there that actually you couldn't see it back in the 1800s. They dug it up and actually had a little window and that little window was one of the windows that you could see into the sepulcher. That's all they could see, but they dug it up, and lo and behold, there it was, a sepulcher. We don't know if they laid the body of Jesus in there, but for tourists' sake, they cleaned it all up, made it nice, and uh, I went in there, and when I went in there, I was all by myself, and, uh, you know, Jews kind of get emotional. Give me an amen. <laughs> they get emotional, and I, I was really in there, and I was thinking about it. Now, I, I'm not, uh, just to clarify, I'm not against the cross. Uh, I'm not against what the cross uh, symbolizes, no, what it means, no. Songs about the cross, I'm not against it at all. But I'm going to tell you something, though. There was a view, my view changed a lot when I was in, in the tomb. Uh, it was. Now, I, 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 I mean, I have to be, you got to understand that the cross to a Jew is something i got to get over. Uh, in fact, in my first study Bible, I had one of these uh, covers with a cross on it. And when my mother saw it, she about had a cardiac arrest. She said, get that cross off your Bible. I said, well, Mama, the cross is symbolic. I don't care. Uh, all she could think about is the Nazi swastika, which is a modified cross. And she couldn't. She thought about how, in the name of Jesus Christ, six million Jews were killed. So, you know, I, I, I gave in to that, right? Because the fact that she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand. It, she is right that that cross means a curse. And, and the one that hangs on, on the cross is cursed by God. Are you, are you hearing me now? In fact, there's nothing good about a cross in and of itself. <laughs> nothing good about it at all. Murderers hang on crosses. And my, my Savior took my place on an old rugged cross that's for murderers and liars and cheaters. Right. And he took my place. Praise God. But my mom don't understand that. So I, I, when I'm witnessing the Jewish people, I don't talk a whole lot about the cross right off the bat. 
No sense giving them a T-bone steak when they don't even know how to drink milk yet. Come on, give me an amen. So the, the fact of the matter is I'm in this tomb. I'm thinking about the importance of this tomb. Uh, it's, it's really not very big. It, I, I would say it's no bigger than, you know, maybe from here, right here, all to the wall. And it's cut in half, and they have bars to separate. On the other side is where they laid the body of, would have laid the body of Jesus. And I'm in there, and I'm just thinking about how wonderful it is to be here, all by my lonesome. Amen. And I'm thinking about how the blessing of being in the, se- uh, the possible sepulcher they laid, they laid the body of my Savior. And I got thinking about all that and all that that means and everything like that. And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, there was a, another tour coming, and it was a, a bunch of Lutherans came. And they crowded me in there, and I could hardly breathe, you know. Now, you know what happens when you get a bunch of Lutherans and a crazy Baptist Jew in the same place, right? <laughs> Potential dynamite. And uh, I felt like, uh, you know, what are these people doing there crowding me? I, it's just me and the Lord. I'm trying to meditate on this. And I heard something I'll never forget. Heard something like this. What's this hole in the wall all about? <laughs> oh, boy. Good thing I saved. <laughs> But the fact is, I'm not supposed to strive, right? I'm not supposed to be violent. I'm supposed to, uh, you know, uh, well, I'm supposed to be just uh, merciful. And he probably didn't know what he was talking about because he didn't know what he was talking about. But then I looked on the back. They put a door there. On the back, on the door, there is a wooden uh, plaque. And it's inscribed these words. And I'm telling you what, boy, I tell you what, I yelled it out as hard as I could. This is what the word said. Not here. He is risen. Boy, they left there in a hurry, didn't they? Get away from this crazy Baptist. To me, the sepulcher is of more importance than that cross. The reason is they laid his body there, and if his body was still there, the cross would be meaningless. He resurrected, folks. See what I'm saying? He resurrected. He became the first fruits of the harvest. This is the first harvest of the year. Amen. And just like, you, how many farmers we have here? You, you, you farmer, Brother John? We, you, you look like a farmer back there, dear brother. You're not a farmer? <laughs> Anybody has a beard ought to be a farmer. Give me an amen. All right, but anyway, do we have any gardens? You got some gardeners. All right. Well, what is a seed alive or dead? It's dead. What does the Bible say? You put that dead seed in the ground, give it a little water, some sunlight, it springs up. Amen! It resurrects, doesn't it? So though the Savior uh, was uh, put to death, amen, he resurrected. He's the first fruits. Don't you ever forget it. He's the first one that ever resurrected from the dead with a glorified body. Here's proof text of that. Notice with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Notice here what it says in verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead. Woo! Yes, yes. And become the first fruits. So it doesn't say first fruit. It says first fruits. That's so very important. Because if it said first fruit, it could mean there's others. But he says he is the first fruits. Amen. He is the only one and only him and nobody else so far. You got to get that. 
It's so very important. He is the first fruits of them that sleep. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Woo, isn't that good? But every man in his own order. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. What order is he talking about? Well, I believe Jesus is, uh, knows all about farming. I really do. Yes, indeed. Christ, the first fruits, there it is, plural. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Well, what about that? So what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that Christ is the first fruits. He is the first one that resurrected with a glorified body. There will be nobody like him with a glorified body until the second coming. Are you hearing me now? You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. Three zero one two seven. Once again, that's P.O. Box seventeen hundred, Powder Springs, Georgia three zero one two seven. 